0: Oh, hello, Internet. This is Troy Baker, and I'm here with your lovely, very, very British host, Victoria Atkin. And this is the Performance Capture Podcast. So essentially, motion capture performers, like all the other performers, are here to tell stories. (laughs) And then they're like... (laughs) You mean there there are actors in video games? I thought it was animation. I kind of created my position. Like, nobody said, oh, you know, here, go to school to become a performance capture producer. I pretty much created my own career. Jump in both feet, because this is the future of entertainment. This is where it's going to be.
1: You know, the dots can tell if you're lying.
2: Hi, my name is Victoria Atkin. You're listening to the Performance Capture Podcast with me, Victoria Atkin. And today I am absolutely thrilled to speak to somebody who is a complete pioneer in this field and who has been inspiring us all. Can you introduce yourself? Can you please tell us your name and your profession and where you grew up?
0: Hi, my name is Terry Notary. I'm a performance capture artist and a movement choreographer uh call myself an actor you know um i grew up in the bay area up in Marin county um and moved down to la to go to ucla moved to new york came back after new york and here i am back in la this is a
2: question that we ask every single guest that's come on this show and i think it's probably my favorite question Mm -hmm. um how would you best describe what performance capture is
0: Oh wow. Um it's it's acting. I mean, it's it's I, I call it acting on steroids really because you really have to embody uh the character completely and and if you don't, it's it just looks ridiculous. So, um and it's just putting on a different kind of costume really. It's like putting on a a digital costume, but the performance is really the heart and soul underneath it all. You have to without it, you know, the character is just it just looks flat. It doesn't look, doesn't look live. So you have to really sort of lose yourself as, as actors do in the, in the role. And, um, and it's almost more challenging in other ways because you don't have that. You're not playing yourself most of the time. You kind of have to really find that other character inside you and allow yourself to sort of fall away um, in order to really bring that, that other character to life. So, yeah, it's, it's a challenging it's fun. It's just it's amazing to challenge yourself to, to go there and, and undo who you are first and and then uh, and then find that character and build it, you know, from the inside. That's performance capture. It's acting.
2: I love it. And actually, for the first time in this show's history, I've had the same answer by two people about acting on steroids. That's, uh, that's really cool to hear that being repeated and uh, an, an interesting observation. You are definitely original for sure, Terry. But um, yeah, the rest of your answer was unique, but it was just interesting to hear it described that way. Um, I, I fully agree. You've done so much work now in motion capture um, and definitely, you know, inspiring a lot of us to, um, you know, break down barriers in what we're doing because of the stuff that you've done. How did you first discover Performance Capture? And how did you first get involved in it? Can you tell everybody what your first project was?
0: My first project was Avatar, actually. And um, I'd worked on some films um, prior to, as a a movement choreographer, stunt performer, and creature performer. Um, And he called me in and said, hey, I got this project, it's really cool. We're going to put on these suits and we're going to have these avatars. And it's like, what do you mean? You mean you're going to, we're going to, this performance capture so I was like wow so um, he said yeah we've been doing these tests and all this stuff read the script and so I sat there it took me it was like a 300 page script and I read it and it was like five hours later I came out and I was like I'm done with the script he's like okay did you like it I was like yeah it's incredible it's long though Um, but it was great and and uh, he said come on down and check out this this 10 minute piece that I put together with, with the performance capture yeah, and you'll get, you'll get an idea of what it is, and it was incredible. It was, it was Zoe and, and just running around in a suit, and it was like next to her was her character, and I was like, oh, my God, it's real time. It's like, it's, it's like having a digital costume. He's like, yeah, this is the future, man, and uh, I said, I'm in. This is cool, <laughs> and so I got in a suit, and that was it. That was two-year gig. It was supposed to be a, you know five months. It was, turned out to be two years, and then, so that was my intro.
2: And at that point, had you ever been in a suit before that? That was it? That was the first time you'd put the motion capture suit on?
0: No, that was first time ever, yeah. Amazing. That was it, wow. yeah. And it was like he was, he was you know, breaking new ground every week you know, on that show. He was pushing the envelope and yeah. always, you know, trying to see what he could get out of the technology and how we can make it better and how the cameras could be lighter and the headgear fit better and not fall off. And if you hit it, it wouldn't break. And if it did break, it wouldn't hurt your neck. You know, like all, these, all these innovations were just happening like, like every day because you know, we were pushing the envelope to try to get the technology to, to work for him and so he could direct it like a real movie and he did he grabbed the camera and he was doing the virtual camera just like he was shooting a real film it was it was like this is this is real movie making but we're all in these you know costumes that are you know we see it in real time and you know there was no facial capture i mean the hands were kind of you know not working and it was it was rough but we could see what we were getting and it was like wow this is this is going to work
2: it's so exciting the first time you do this and I was explaining you, my first uh, was with Ubisoft and Assassin's Creed. And it really mm. is like a baptism of fire because you just don't, you're like, okay, I know this acting thing, but yeah. what is this? And you and it seems to be, I've noticed the pattern of guests that we've had on the show that diving in at the deep end, you know, and you, yeah. you particularly, I mean, with James Cameron and Avatar, that's,
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
2: There's no deeper water than doing yeah. that for your first job. So pretty amazing.
0: It is. It's And when you, put, when you get in a suit for the first time, you think, oh, I'm going to put on this. And you see yourself, you know, in a, as a three-dimensional character. For the first time, it's not you. There's no hiding. It's like it exposes everything about you. That character is like, oh, my God, look at that. That's exactly what I – that's what I do. Oh, my – that's what it looks like and it really kind of like embellishes all your little nuances, your little habits, your 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 mannerisms. It's it's incredible. It's it's not like you put on this costume and it hides anything. It actually uh showcases everything about you. So it's it's a really good tool for people for actors when they get in the suit. I mean, I've worked with so many actors that are first good actors that are putting on the suit and doing mocap for the first time and and they're like, "Oh my god, this is this is like you know, theater going back and playing a character in a white face or something, you know, it's like yeah. going into kabuki theater or something, it's like, you know.
2: I want to touch on that childlike thing a little bit more and um, I researched uh, your background a little and um, it was quite interesting to hear I also come from an athletic background. I was a salalam skier and a women's football player, for, soccer player, yeah. I guess, in America wow. uh, for a long time. And uh, your um, background as a child um, and the identification of hyperactivity and also the sports mm-hmm. that you did, I know um, that yeah. that's something that I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's something that definitely has influenced where you are now and I wondered if you could just share a little bit about that and that journey and particularly with Cirque du Soleil and your gymnastics um, how that's influenced your work
0: well I was I was a hyperactive kid and my my parents took me to the doctor and said what do we do and he said we can put him on Ritalin or you put him in a sport and they put me in gymnastics and I got kicked out of gymnastics for the first you know his kid's crazy you know he's bouncing around um and and uh and but i learned a backflip and that was it i was like oh my god i got I, it's all of a sudden it just started finding this focus that gymnastics had just like I, I i could practice one trick over and over and over and over and over and i was like okay I, I, it gave me some sort of one thing to focus on rather than being all over the place and and um and and that was that was a big sort of Phase in my growth, I think, as a child with the formation of my brain and the whole being able to focus on one thing, um, and it was thanks thanks to gymnastics. Uh, and then from gymnastics went to uh, Cirque du Soleil. When that was, uh, you know, in gymnastics you're very, you, you know, you get you get a great sense of body awareness, you get a great sense of air sense, air, and and you 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 are. You know, you're able to do acrobatics, um, but it was very regimented and it wasn't, it wasn't performance-based. It's all about – for me in particular, it was it was about being judged and not doing the wrong thing and it, not making mistakes, right? You want to do perfect 10s, you know, you want to nail your landing. You don't want to take any steps, so you, you, you're worried about messing up. And then when I went to Cirque uh, and started training for this show, we went to Montreal. We had nine months of training, and I just – I was a theater major at UCLA, and I, I'd learned more in one year at this training facility up in Montreal than I did in, you know, four years at, at UCLA, um, because it was just so immersive, and it was all about forgetting everything you know and becoming like a child again and playing, and it was all about play. We just and making mistakes. It was like. They encourage you to make mistakes and and to mess up and to because within those mistakes so you find the gems you find the subconscious voice coming out and saying this is what I want to say and and you discover it as it happens and so it gave me this whole sort of new look on how to discover characters through the process of moving through the physicality of it first and then finding it out and then sort of cuz a lot of times i think we get in our heads we get too caught up in thinking about how i'm going to play this character rather than just moving and exploring and trying things and allowing them to happen and and then and then finding and finding those things those little gems and then putting the cerebral connotations and definitions to it and start t- defining it and making it shaped into, you know, this character that starts working. And so, but if you come in with these ideas and you go, okay, this is what it is, I know what it's going to be, then you kind of put yourself in a box where you, you, you don't allow yourself to explore and to to find things that you wouldn't be able to even think of. Um, so it, it's it's like that's really been a huge influence with for me when I work with actors is, is first of all undoing the, the noise in the mind is, is, is how we start, and I really I'm a really firm believer in undoing the noise um, and quieting the definitions of things. If you and and the and the, the, the basically transcending past <laughs> the two dimensional person that you are and start to becoming three dimensional, so to speak.
2: My dissertation for my master's and my undergraduate was all about this, about acting techniques and how, you know, that. and, and this is what I've, I mean, I've talked about this so much on this podcast that I love. The essence can be recorded through performance capture. Yeah. And that cannot be recorded really in any other way. And the nuances right. that you can bring and that, that it's, I think how I define it, which I think it's mostly defined by athletes is in the zone.
0: Yeah, in the zone.
2: This this space in between.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
2: And I labeled it the entree deux, is the space between this, and that's what we're aiming for. I think.
0: That's exactly it, and it, it it's it's allowing yourself to transcend past yourself so that the things around you become more important than who than than you right and so it's it's disappearing from yourself but also you're not disappearing where you're gushing it out and you're allowing it to spill away and you're throwing it away but you're you wrap it in this sort of shroud of of integrity of knowing so that you're able to push past yourself and be out there and allow the vulnerability the emotional Connections to things, the energetic body,
2: and that's that bringing it back to childlike,
0: and exactly
2: because children are that purest form.
0: Yes, they are. They're they're like they're yeah. It's there's that open openness and that connection to everything, where you're not looking at yourself, you're not defining everything around you in comparison to who you are right because that's a, what i think is the plight of humanity is and the, the suffering that we go through is is because of that i think that's one of the big reasons is the the comparisons the definitions the ideas of who i am and how i relate to this and the the the, the self the identity the socially conditioned self who is a product of all these things that i've had experiences that i've made in my resume and this and that and it's it's when you let all that go it's like there's freedom and then there's the ability to Lose yourself by going past yourself and becoming three-dimensional, and then you can start to take on attributes that are that are that are are other things, other things. And you can start to like allow this allow yourself to be undefined, you know, and there's a freedom in that.
2: Let me ask you about um. So this is a question. It's not one of our questions that I normally ask, but I'm, I'm very curious personally. Um, for me, I find uh, the space on the volume uh, a great space of privacy because we don't have a uh, a known audience, you know, a, an audience that we can see. Right. And the cameras are, of course, they're there. Uh, they're all around, but they're not unless they're the big reference cameras that are, you know, on the stage. It doesn't seem, but I don't know how you feel about that. And I, I, I feel that yeah. there's a it's a great place to hide so you can come back to that childlike and find that safety to be whatever you need to be in that space. And if you obviously if you have a lovely yes. collaborative team that are making you feel that that space is a trusted space, it's a great place to be able to discover and uncover
0: your oh, yeah. your truest
2: self. But I don't know. how How do you feel about that?
0: Oh yes, absolutely. It's it's uncovering your truest self. It really is. It's it's like it's like being naked, really, in front of people. It's like, you know, yep. it's like when a lot of actors that I, you know, it's like they put on the suit and they're like, "God, I feel naked right now. I just feel so exposed," <laughs> like, yes. you know? Like that's exactly <laughs> what you're supposed to feel. And right. um it it's 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 a it's a great it's a great tool for for just shedding away all there's nothing to hide behind. there's no there's no hiding. It's you're 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 out there and 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 when you feel something, that character feels it. and you're just like, wow, you can see all the little subtleties, all the little nuances, the little thoughts, the little the little shifts in in the energetic body, you know, and and it's it really it's it's such a nice tool because they see that and you can coach them into like, Feeling a certain emotion, and then they can actually see it in the in three dimensional character happening before them, and they're like, "Oh my God, it really works you know and it's 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 a it's amazing it's it's a great cool, great tool so
2: let me ask you we ask everybody this and and i um, and we have touched upon probably a few of the things, but you know, you you get a gig and you're going back into the volume or you're preparing something for that. What What's your favorite thing about motion capture? Um, what, what is it that gets you so excited when you're about to go, you know, step on the volume and, and join the team for another project?
0: I love the the challenge of um, creating the character, really. It's the most fun part for me is figuring out the character and really going, oh, I have to draw down. There has to be like this sort of pyramid of you know this i'm drawing down with my intention and in my in my eyes but i'm also moving forward from my heart or my moving from my back body or oh this character is all knee driven or it's it's you know the 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 center is in the back of the neck and you start to find that oh wow this is it you know and then once you know where neutral is for that character where home is it's like one of those things where it's like okay i know where home is and i can just i can just drop into this character he's like he's back here or she's back here or whatever and you don't have to do anything and you're like there it is it's alive look at it and then you pop out to normal to your normal self again and it, the character just goes it's like a deflating balloon it's like just falls apart and you're like wow so i found the life source in that character i know where that character and that's the most fun part and then and then it's just the challenging part that's that's really fun when you start shooting is allowing all the technique that you just came up with and all that stuff to fall away and you just trust that place that you found and you play in that space and you allow the character to to live and to to actually breathe and 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 be alive and and that's that that's that space in between that you're talking about, where you're allowing it to happen with that soft integrity, that soft sense of control, because you need to say your lines, you need to hit your marks, you need to interact, you need to accomplish tasks. So you need to be able to function with this soft connection, the guidance of the mind that allows the all of this magic stuff to happen. And and you allow it to continue to happen, even though you know, it's happening. That's the zone that you're talking about.
2: Yeah, I love that you talked about the word soft, because it's, it is that there's no forcing it, you know, and any of us have come from competitive backgrounds, you know, you can prepare all this stuff, Yeah. but the zone lives in a very special, gentle energy that it cannot be forced, you know, and it has to be prepared for. Exactly. It's that letting go process and trusting yourself of, you know, that it's right there. It is right there within you. And, and I think I loved what you said about that. And, that neutral place and it's it's stripping back everything from yourself and this is something that i i think that
0: mm-hmm.
2: there's not many acting methodologies i believe that kind of begin with self and habits and everything that's already been layered
0: yeah
2: that has to be undone before yeah. yeah. the acting methodologies begin
0: that's right that's right
2: and I think we're moving into a new age of consciousness and, and things like that, which is, is I yeah. find really exciting with this medium and acting in particular. Yeah. So you talked yeah. a little bit about when you were discussing that, about movement and how um, you approach character from, from, it sounded like for me, from your movement background. Can you talk a little bit about your, your journey as a movement choreographer as well now and how that began and how you transitioned into that?
0: Sure. Well, it was the very first film I ever worked on. It was How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, I was in New York with my wife and we got a call from Ron Howard's people and he said, hey, uh, do you want to come out and work on this film I'm going to do? And I said, Ron Howard? Yeah, we're coming out. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's, that. A, it's called the Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And so I uh, I was on set and he said, okay, I want you to play for you know five weeks on set and just come up with as many cool things as you can come up with, right? And just just in Whoville. There's a teeterboard here and the thing there and a bike goes down the stairs and this thing and you climb up a pole and fall over this and then, you know, how many, just come up with everything, right? And then the extras started coming in and they were all from circus background and they were all these characters and and, uh, they were all kind of like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to be a Who like this and i had been thinking about how Who's should move and what they should do and I said, hey guys, why don't we all come up with a common denominator? Why don't we figure out like what the home base is for these characters and then you can go off and become your own character right and so let's all move from that same gene pool and then you can go off and become your own you know self right and i started working with them and they're like yeah, yeah yeah and and ron howard saw that and he said what is what are you doing and people are like oh you're busted man you shouldn't have been doing that <laughs> He called me in his office. You did something you know? wrong. You made a mistake. I was pushing. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was teaching people. I was like, "Oh man, in circus, you know that's what we do," <laughs> and uh, we all help each other out. And and he called and he said, "Hey, I, I liked what you were doing. I want you to teach the whole cast, you know, movement and this on this show." And so he gave us a whole soundstage, all the stuff. He said, "Make a list of whatever you need and conveyor belts and this and that, trampolines and unicycles and and it was filled up." The next week, and and Who's school began, and it was like, where's <laughs> Who's well, school," you know. And so well, I was, want uh, to
2: transition from wh- Who's school into Quadrafit in a minute, but yeah, yeah finish yeah. finish that, and then yeah. let's move into how Terry Notary's school has evolved.
0: <laughs> so it was it was just starting to work with actors then, and then I haven't stopped. And then and then uh, it was the uh, Planet of the Apes said, um, uh, Tim Burton said, uh, "Can you do an ape school like you did Who's school?" So that was that was that. Um, that transition into Apes, and then and then Apes took me into more in-depth work with actors, and and becoming more of a performance coach, and and really getting into the acting side of things, and and undoing, and we had to undo. I I, I got to work with two chimpanzees, Jacob and Jonah, and this chimpanzee was getting really close with him, and we were doing all. I was doubling Tim Roth, so I had to do the fight sequences with him, and so I had to get to know him really well. We worked together, and. One day he jumped into my arms, he looked into my eyes, and I'd been watching him and trying to study apes and trying to m- mimic and articulate and try to find the way to move like them. And And this chimpanzee looked in my eyes and it looked right into my soul. And I was like, we connected. It was like, <gasps> and it freaked me out. I pulled away and I, I I went, whoa, that was, whoa. I was just connected with this ape so deeply. It was incredible. It looked right into me. And we just had this moment and I pulled away and he grabbed my head and he went up into my eyeballs and looked into my eyes to try to find where I had gone and I was trying to come back. I was like, I knew what he was doing. He was trying to find me again. And I was like, I was trying to open up and trying to get back to where like he could see me. And I was like putting on this happy face and all this stuff. And I was like, I couldn't get back to it. And I, so he was looking for me and I was I was gone. And and it made me just go, holy shit, I need to figure out who I am because I need to access, I need to be able to be present. Here was this ape. I'm studying the ape, but the ape's teaching me about what it means to be human. And I was like... I need to figure out how to access presence like this beautiful animal is showing me right now, is showing me absolute presence and openness and strength at the same time. And I was just like, if I could access that, then I'll be a better person. And how do I do that? And then how do I create a technique that I can actually teach people that? And that was became a sort of a my beginning fascination with movement and human behavior and how to everyone's different, everyone has their own blueprint, everyone has their habits, their 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 way of that's structure that's come from their experiences. And how do you undo those unnecessary things that aren't pertinent to the character? How do you become aware of those things? And and it's like having a tool set that you're as an actor, when you when you have an awareness of who you are you have to you have to know how you're you function you have to know what you're working with in order to play different things because you need to be able to undo the things that are not right for that character and embellish the ones that are or see things in other people and bring those attributes into the character and understand how the body works how the mind works with the body how the how the soft connection works the integrity of the body the uh, the energetic self where i mean we're all just energy right you're just 99% 9% energy and all we do is just emit and receive energy we're just energy manipulators is all we do and so being able to tap into the ability to move your energy around in your body so that you can press out press in look in look back look down draw your energy down lift it up you, i mean there's it's 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 a tool that you have to be able to to utilize and 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 that's what the fascination with this whole thing was for me is is people getting to know who they are better that's 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 the big thing for me with the film industry it's not about making more money for producers and making you know millions of dollars for them in, in the box office which is nice for them but but it's it's about the personal experiences that i have with people and teaching them and guiding them into understanding what they already know, actually, <laughs> and just undoing all the BS around it. And it's like, whoa, you get back to like that real self and you just feel like there's there's a, a spaciousness that happens and a peace. And it's like, wow, I can really access this best part of me, this best self, this highest potential. It's like creating the ability to allow yourself to have and fulfill the, the potential that you're given with as a as a child, you know, and getting back to that um, limitless, you know, undefi- undefined potential.
2: I mean, I have so many questions I could ask you about the industry, about, you know, what you see the developments for this and um, <laughs> but where this conversation has gone today has filled me with so much. It now rings true of what a special person that you are in this community and, and your why for doing this. Because, I mean, it just resonates on why you're, you're so successful at what you do. But, but that service to others and bringing out their true selves on set is something that is
0: admirable. There's nothing more exciting than seeing someone go, oh, my God. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, you just tapped in.
2: And I think that's what everybody wants. They want to take off that social mask, that survival mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that the volume and particularly, you know, you're going back to the most primal elements of animals and finding that connection. And and I think it's what you're experiencing and what you're bringing to the industry is so fascinating. And I'm, I'm so excited to see your career continue to evolve because this is really where the magic lives, you know, in mm-hmm. these connections. And I, I really hope that we get to play on set one day because I I would love that you know to experience that with you yeah So, uh, I, I just, I need, we need to wrap this up because this could go on forever. I could talk to you for hours about this and, um, I'm sure we will have a round table with lots of us in the future uh, when we can get in person again. But what advice would you give to a performer or, you know, somebody that wants to start out in this industry or transition into performance capture? Is there anything simple advice that you could, you could give to anybody that's listening today that wants to, you know, get started in this industry?
0: Do it when you can. Get get in there and just do it and start. Let go of the fear and just start making those connections and those phone calls. Just call call people up. Don't don't be afraid to make that phone call and just say, "Hey, I want to do this." Um, and um, get in the volume and and play. And then and then really hone your skills as an actor. You know, take take some good acting classes and. And get in there and start, you know, tapping into your emotions and start really kind of purging on, you know, (laughs) that vehicle of expression, you know, like tune it up. Get it tuned up. Get to know yourself. Um, And... uh, stop talking about it and do it that's a good one <laughs> it's like it's you know it's like a lot of people you know it's like how do i do it i'm kind of afraid well don't don't be because it's nothing you know it's just do it just get out there and do it you know
2: and you you're now like transitioning a lot into directing as well i know you've got a project with your dear friend uh, and co-star andy circus and uh, can you talk a little bit about that or or not can can you say anything about that for everybody
0: yeah yeah it's a film we're working on. we're developing it um it's uh it's called the last Neanderthal It's about the very last Neanderthal that walked to earth and it's it's this beautiful story about um survival and and family and and what it means to be human what it means to be um neanderthal and it's it it it'll all help to sort of make us look into ourselves and reflect on what it is that bonds you know all of us together and so um the, the, the humanity that that you know connects all of us you know beyond you know age race creed language that that common thing that that connects all of us
2: that's wonderful and uh, if anybody wants to follow you or connect with you uh, do you have social media can you let everybody know what those are
0: I do. I'm. I've kind of fallen off of um, the social media thing for a while, just because I've been really trying to focus. Uh, but I'm Terry Notary uh, at on Instagram. It's just Terry Notary, um, and yeah, I, I do workshops. Uh, I haven't done a workshop for the last six months though, because I've just been so focused on getting these projects going. Um, but um, I have been also focusing on uh, Quadrifit, which is which is sort of a, an a, an a com- Compasses everything that I've you know all the stuff that I've uh, learned from working with people because I learn more than I actually teach when I'm working with people. I just learn about wow, that's incredible and this is how we can do that and um, it's it's all about energy and tapping in and finding your optim- getting into your optimal state uh, all while getting super fit on the arm extensions yeah
2: amazing I'm definitely have to give that a go <laughs> in the future and I'm brave enough you're gonna love it <laughs> I'll be there
0: you're gonna love it well
2: I want to do it with my son and have him on my back and try and do a mama mama toddler chip. oh <laughs> that's
0: so cool we'll get him how old is he how old is he he's two
2: but we are—we already started practicing in the front room.
0: Too. Uh, He's so definitely cool. on
2: this train. He's got a lot of energy, and uh, yeah, we get some mini ones. Oh, that's <laughs> so cool. So anyway, it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure chatting to you. Um, thank you for all of your, you know, service to the performance capture industry. And me um, too. I look forward to connecting with you in person and 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 you know sharing this interview with the world. Thank you. Thanks, Terry.
0: I hope we get to work together soon. Cheers. Thank you.
1: Yeah, definitely. Thank you for listening. Victoria now hosts online classes for students worldwide. To learn more about how to work in the performance capture industry as an actor, visit www.victoriaatkin.com forward slash classes to find out more. The performance capture podcast was recorded and edited at Soundbox Studios in Los Angeles. Soundbox LA is the founding studio in the Soundbox Studio Group a collective of talent-owned and operated boutique voiceover studios with multiple locations in the Los Angeles area and southern Colorado. You can find out more at soundbox.la. This podcast could not be made without the efforts of many people. We'd like to thank our guests, my fellow producer Bethany Monroe, our social media manager Bailey Reeves, and the amazing team at Soundbox Studio Group, Tim Friedlander and Ryan Riveros. The multi-talented Ryan is also the composer of our theme music.